One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The recession has come to South Korean MMOs. For February 3rd, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, GTA Online tries to prevent hackers from corrupting accounts. Elden Ring has seen a pretty significant rise in players lately, and we'll take a look at the week that was with the Friday Replay. The South Korean MMO developer NCSoft West has laid off approximately 20% of its staff on Thursday, which amounts to about 80 people impacted. NCSoft West is the developer behind the popular Korean MMOs such as Guild Wars 1 and 2, Blade and Soul, and Lineage 2. NCSoft West said that this is, quote, primarily affecting non-gaming development portions of the studio. NCSoft attributes these layoffs to a global realignment with their corporate headquarters in South Korea. Affected employees will be given a severance and access to job placement help, though it's unclear how much severance and help NCSoft is offering. In addition to the layoff, CEO of NCSoft West Jeff Anderson has also resigned his position at the company. NCSoft West commented on his departure, saying that his time at the studio came to its conclusion and that they appreciated his time with the company. Overall, 2023 has been non-stop layoffs in the tech and gaming industries, and it's frustrating because both industries have seen record profits and revenue for three years during the COVID-19 pandemic. And instead of weathering this recent economic downturn, these companies are cutting hundreds of thousands of staff to ensure that investors make their money, despite that money being made by the very labor they feel is disposable.
If you can remember all the way back to last Tuesday, and don't worry, I don't blame you if you can't, you should remember a story that I covered about Grand Theft Auto Online having a pretty egregious security vulnerability, which allowed bad actors to steal other players' in-game money, reset their account progress, and corrupt other players' accounts. This security vulnerability also has the potential to give bad actors remote access to your computer, a similar issue that Bandai Namco and From Software had with the entire Dark Souls franchise last year. It took both Bandai Namco and From Software nine months to fix the issue. Well, I'm happy to say that it only took Rockstar a week and one day to patch out their security vulnerabilities. Rockstar implemented a new data protocol in GTA Online to improve the security of player-to-player messaging. Rockstar also modified their netcode to fix the issue that allowed bad actors to modify others' accounts. This patch also adds some general stability improvements. With this security update, though, it does break some mods that use GTA Online's netcode, though the general sentiment from modders has been positive because these security vulnerabilities needed to be fixed. From Software's parent company, Katakawa, released its third quarter earnings report yesterday, and it shows that Elden Ring was tremendously successful for the company. Katakawa's report attributes their 206% increase in net sales of their gaming division to Elden Ring winning the 2022 Game of the Year award at the Game Awards, which boosted the end-of-year sales of Elden Ring significantly. Katakawa also attributed Elden Ring with its get this, 2,113% increase in operating profits for 2022. The monumental success of Elden Ring in 2022 also resulted in Katakawa revising their financial forecast for 2023, predicting 2.5 times the amount of net sales and operating profit than initially expected. Katakawa expects from software's next release, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon, to continue this trend that Elden Ring has started. However, Katakawa isn't expecting from software to do that without significant investment, because they're doubling down on in-house development and expanding their self-publishing investments going into 2023. Overall, Elden Ring deserves all the praise it's getting because it's objectively one of the best games ever made. While I'm excited for Armored Core 6 this year, I cannot wait till we get more DLC for Elden Ring, hopefully sooner rather than later. Alright, it's Friday, and this is normally where we check out a podcast review, but unfortunately we don't have any, and now that's two weeks in a row that we haven't had a podcast review. So please, if you could do me a personal favor, if if you consider me a friend, or if you rely on the show every day for your gaming news, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, CastBox, and Amazon and leave us a quick review. It helps other people find the show, and we would love to share it here on Fridays. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Last week, Katrina Leonoudakis, a former localization coordinator at Sega, put Keyword Studios on blast for not crediting the translation teams of Persona 3 and Persona 4. Leonu Dacus spoke to Kotaku about this issue, detailing that Keyword Studios is to blame for snubbing the translators out of their credit. She described that Keyword Studios is particularly hostile about their contractors asking about being credited, with the studio allegedly forbidding contractors to talk about crediting, with some translators telling Leonu Dacus that they were, quote, low-key threatened. She also described that the only people who do get credited at Keyword Studios are usually the project managers. Which checks out because the only people credited for the translation of both Persona 3 and 4 are project managers, despite an entire team of people working to translate both games. Keyword Studios, amid the backlash, responded with, quote, As a services provider to the global video games industry, it is standard procedure to provide the names of all who worked on the game with the understanding that this is no guarantee of inclusion in the final credits. Crediting decisions remain with the game developers and publishers, who will consider and balance multiple aspects of this process. Which contradicts what Leon Udakis told Kotaku about how meticulous Sega of America is about crediting anyone who has worked on their games. However, I'm inclined to believe Leon Udakis over Keyword, especially when you go back through the credits of their other games that Keyword has worked on, and they don't credit the staff either. Keyword worked on the localization for 2021's Biomutant, and only the producer and project leads were credited. And the same producer and project leads were credited on Overwatch 2, though no staff were included. So this seems like a pattern with Keyword Studios themselves not giving developers and publishers the full list. This issue could also run deeper because Keyword has worked on hundreds of games since 2015. A couple of weeks back, Genesis 9, a big fighting game tournament, was held in San Jose, California at the McHenry Convention Center. FGC pros from around the world flocked to Genesis 9, and for one Super Smash Bros. Melee pro, Elliot Frenzy Grossman, it was a harrowing experience once he landed in California. On Twitter, Frenzy explained that he arrived at the San Francisco International Airport on January 19th. His phone was dead, and therefore he wasn't able to order an Uber to his hotel. So he decided to get a taxi. 
Frenzy walked out to the taxi stand and was approached by what he thought was a driver. The supposed taxi driver showed Frenzy to the car and helped him in. As soon as he was seatbelted in, Frenzy describes the police running up to the car with weapons drawn, yelling stop the vehicle and get out. At that point, Frenzy wrote that he had, quote, made a massive mistake. The driver in the car weren't a taxi, but a kidnapping scheme that preys upon unaware travelers. The driver took off speeding away from the airport and Frenzy had two options. Continue with his kidnapping or jump out of a moving car. Frenzy chose the latter and jumped out of the car, only sustaining minor injuries as he rolled onto the pavement. Frenzy was taken to the hospital, suffering from bad swelling, abrasions, and bruising, as well as friction burns on his back. As for the supposed kidnapper, it seems that the police did apprehend them. Kotaku reached out to the San Francisco Police Department to get confirmation that this case was indeed real. The police corroborated the story, but wouldn't divulge anything other than it being an ongoing investigation. Despite jumping out of a car, though, Frenzy did manage to compete at Genesis 9. However, he didn't place very well, only getting 49th in the tournament. Frenzy did tell Kotaku that he is looking forward to the next Genesis 9 event, but the next time he won't be getting into any fake taxis. Since it's the first of the month, we'll be continuing our release Apocalypse Watch. Starting with a release tomorrow, the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon, Deliver Us Mars, which is a sci-fi adventure game where you play as astronaut Kathy Johnson on a journey across a hostile galaxy in search of answers for humanity's survival crisis. Deliver Us Mars launches on all platforms except the Nintendo Switch. On February 16th, Square Enix's Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line releases on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. If you haven't played any of the Theater Rhythm games, it's a rhythm-based game which has 385 music tracks from the entire Final Fantasy series. Though this new iteration has co-op play and four-player online battle features. On February 17th, EA and Koei Tecmo are releasing Wild Hearts, which looks to be a Monster Hunter clone set in the fantasy version of medieval Japan. Wild Hearts is launching on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. On February 21st, Ryuga Gotoku Studios is releasing Like a Dragon Ishin on all platforms sans the Nintendo Switch. Like a Dragon Ishin is the remake of a 2014 Japanese exclusive of the same name, which is a samurai drama set in Japan's Edo period. On February 22nd, Sony is releasing its PlayStation VR 2. The VR headset is set to launch with 32 titles, including Guerrilla Games' Horizon Call of the Mountain. On the 24th, we'll see the sequel to Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler 2, which launches on PlayStation 4 and 5, as well as PC and the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo is also releasing the remake of Kirby's Return to Dreamland on the same day. On the 28th, Destiny 2 is slated its next expansion called Lightfall, which pits Destiny 2 players against a new foe called the Shadow Legion and opens up new parts of the outer galaxy to explore. 
Overall, this month still has a bunch of other games coming out that I just didn't have time to cover, like 31 of the PSVR 2's releases. So if you'd like to check out the full list of this month's releases, a link will be in today's show description. To follow up on the Ubisoft Paris strike that happened last Friday. IT Solidarity and striking staff spoke with both Axios and GamesIndustry.biz about the half-day strike. According to Axios, around 40 Ubisoft Paris staff went on strike, which is about 15% of the total staff at Ubisoft Paris. Though a lot of the remote workers told GamesIndustry.biz that they were following the strike, but didn't report in, making the actual number of striking workers difficult to pinpoint. The physical attendees gathered in Ubisoft Paris's cafeteria, with the strike resembling more of a group strategy discussion than a traditional protest. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, IT Solidarity described the group discussion as a realization that, quote, Ubisoft's general strategy is a failure, with unachievable expectations on the one hand and harsh working conditions on the other. Which, to be frank, it's pretty obvious to even most outsiders that Ubisoft is struggling from the executive team down. However, these discussions weren't just revelations for the staff. They also included planning for further strikes in the future, though neither staff nor IT Solidarity have disclosed when more strikes will happen. For Ubisoft's part in this, they haven't responded to requests for comment from either Axios or GamesIndustry.biz, and Ubisoft executives contacted IT Solidarity on strike day to ask that strikers don't destroy the premises. At the end of the day, I was skeptical if this half-day strike would be enough to get Ubisoft to budge on union demands. So hopefully we'll see more walkouts and demonstrations, not just from Ubisoft Paris, but the whole company, to really hold CEO Yves Gilman and his board of directors' feet to the fire. You know, metaphorically speak. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Penderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.